Good morning. It's good being with you again this morning. We live in a sin-cursed, fallen world. Men's hearts are wicked and deceitful, and the blessed name of Jesus is finding less and less reverence in society as each day passes. The destructive attitudes that are prevalent today are seen in the angry faces of protesters and the defiant looting that often follows evenings of social unrest. Christianity has always had its persecutors. Since Christ won his first converts until now, there has existed hatred toward the exclusivity of the gospel. The devil hates Christ and everyone associated with him. He's pulling out all the stops to destroy all the good that his precious word has done in the lives of mankind. Schools are now pumping out anti-Christ propaganda faster than churches can disarm it. The youth of the world are growing up in a godless society, being trained to hate Christ and those who follow him. The world chants tolerance, but has never been more bigoted against the Savior, Jesus Christ. We live in a post-Christian world, and it's sad and troubling. Believers in Paul's day experienced antagonism toward Christians as well, but often from those who should have known better. The Jewish world had grown up worshiping Jehovah God and looking forward to the Messiah. However, when Jesus came on the scene and declared himself to be the Anointed One, he was categorically rejected. Those who became his followers were hated and persecuted. One such church family received a letter of encouragement from Paul. To the church at Thessalonica, experiencing great persecution for their faith, he wrote in 2 Thessalonians 1, 7 and 8, And to you who are troubled, rest with us. When the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God, and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul reminded those hurting believers who were standing fast in their faith but paying dearly for their determination to hang on. Jesus would be coming and he would bring vengeance down on their persecutors. The word, the word vengeance here means vindication, retribution, or punishment. Jesus will come in flaming fire and bring great punishment to their offenders, those who knew not God and refused to obey the gospel. Paul wrote them this letter to be an encouragement to them in the midst of their suffering. I wonder, however, if there were some who became troubled at the proposed fate of their abusers. Paul said they would face judgment from heaven by Jesus and his angels as he came in flaming fire. Described here as a destruction the likes of which this world has not seen. When Jesus comes again and destroys the wicked of the earth, the aftermath will leave a river of blood over 200 miles long. Instead of glorying in the fate of the lost, shouldn't we find motivation to warn them of what's coming? Should we not be concerned enough to tell them that Christ has already paid the price for their sin, and He loves them and wants them to trust in Him? As we find ourselves like those Thessalonians, somewhat troubled, let's transform our grief and worry into love for the lost. Let's try and win them before it's too late. God bless you today. I love you.